I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh. This little listeners might want to hear you chewing. Stop. It's just more work for you. <laughs> I'd be a dog. I wouldn't be a dog. <laughs> Dogs are good. I don't know why that's even a complaint about. People call him a dog. Dogs are loved. Yeah. And loving. Yes, because they're stupid. Hey, come on. Oh, my dog's stupid. <laughs> He's a cutie, though. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. Should, should I film this for the for, nah. for the gram? Okay. Uh, yeah, I have it on gram in a sec. <laughs> well, the first bits we talk to each other. Though. Yeah, so I miss you, man. I miss, I miss you, man. Uh, <laughs> Hello and welcome to a special episode of I Miss You Man. Special in a few different ways. Yeah, special for us, yeah. <laughs> special for us because we're here in person for the very first time recording a podcast, looking at each other. To be honest, Weird. Not, not sure about it, to be perfectly honest, especially when Dylan's still touching his teeth as we record. Had it were this people, had it were this original, I was just picking out my teeth. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, so we, we might sound a little bit different than normal, but hopefully not too bad, because um, we're here at Dylan's house. Yeah, hopefully it makes the air if it's good enough. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll never be able to hear our episode where we review Adam's Family Values. <laughs> It's a Christina Chronicles episode. Hey, chapter, chapter five. Five, I believe, yeah. if, if you count Cemetery Club. Which, which I don't. <laughs> now, this is the one I think we've been looking forward to. We've been looking forward to Anna's family in general because that's Christina's first real claim to fame. Breakout role. Exactly. Adam's family, we had mixed thoughts about. I think we liked it, didn't we? But Yeah, I liked it overall, yeah. As a as a movie though, it didn't quite come together for me. Ooh. Well, as an actual, you know, fully formed narrative film over across the whole. Okay, Dylan's looking at me. <laughs> I can see him now. Normally, I can just I can hear his disappointment. Now I can actually see it. I make all these expressions every time you speak. Like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm about this. Yeah, I find when I'm recording by myself, I use my hands a lot. I don't know. I'm just trying to like get my myself out there. <laughs> okay. Any, okay. Anyway. Anyway. Expressive. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Adam's Family Values is sort of known as, like, the first one is a bit more commercially successful. This one, not so commercially successful. I think it just, just made back its budget from what I saw oh, online. Shit. Okay. <laughs> about $48 million, and they earned about $49 million. Adjust. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of more critically acclaimed, and some people say it's the better movie, which, on first blush, we, were, we just watched it, like, <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, I probably agree with that. What do you reckon? I disagree. I think I like the first one better. To oh, be hello. Hello. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. It's just, I mean, the first one was about, it was centered around Festa. Yeah. The second one 
is centered around Fester again. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fair enough point. What I liked about it is that it gave everyone more to do. So the kids had their own storyline. Fester's own storyline. I guess the parents, they had the baby, the pubit. Great name. Thinking about that for my kids in the future. Pubit Gilroy. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Okay. Pubit Dylan Gilroy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's back That's in. Yep. He's back in. Uh, I guess Morticia and uh, Gomez didn't have much to do apart from throw each other, <laughs> throw themselves at each other. Horniest couple ever seen on film. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I continue that. Uh, yeah, it's a shame because I think Raul Julia is the best part mm. of both these movies. I like yeah. It. Not much to do on this one, right? Am I, you, you agree? Yeah, okay. He was uh, much more to do on the first one. Yeah. He sent around, you know, him wanting his brother back, first mm. time, that sort mm. of thing. So, yeah, probably why I liked it more because I love Raul Julia. Yeah, well, fair enough, man. I think... I just kind of felt from memory the first one was about Fester and all that sort of running around trying to work out if he's real or not or what the, his scheme was. And then he was real, I think, at the end. As I recall, I was a bit sleepy towards the end. Oh, I mentioned that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. uh, but in that first film, yeah, they, they did have that plot line and then it was just the kids being a bit weird and then other stuff sort of just like almost like um, skits or... Just weird scenes around the story. In this one, I guess, I just felt like it was a bit more for everyone to do. They had more of a narrative for the other characters. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's kind of like they took the screen time, the extra screen time that Gomez and Morticia had and gave it to the kids pretty much. It was like a swap in, swap out kind of situation. Yeah, and they say kids. It's really one kid, isn't it? Only one kid's getting all the lines and all the, all the attention. And it's our girl. It's our girl, Christina, the one who can act. Absolutely. <laughs> Ross. No, Ross. no, that's that's unfair to Pugsley. He's doing what he can with what he's got and what he's been given. Yeah, I didn't mind him. He was pretty good. It, you know, not as good as Christina. No one is. No one is. Ever. Ever will be. <laughs> On the silver screen, she reigns supreme. Oh! You saw me work that out as I Yeah, I saw the gears turning in your head. I saw it in your eyes. You're like, oh, this is good. <laughs> I wonder something here. <laughs> uh, but she does, and... Um, we've been critical of the other films so far and not meeting our standard of Christina Chronicles. Um, I mean, in, in the sense of being about Christina. Mm. This film, and, and Anna's family before it, they know what they're onto, don't they? They're onto, yeah. they're onto a good thing with Christina Ritchie. Yeah, they realise, wow, she's actually, like, great. She doesn't have to be just the granddaughter in one scene. <laughs> and, like, that's an unfair standard to those films because they didn't know they were going to be part of... The Christina Chronicles the in 2021. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Um, but as she's the breakout star, mm. and she will go on to, from this point on, the Christina Chronicles is all about Christina. It's not just watching her in other films. Okay, okay. You think she's going to be the main player from now on? I think, so. I think there might be a few where she is a supporting role, but at least she's not going to be just in a sort of cameo role. Yeah, fair point, fair point. And she actually she had to use some acting chops in this. Yeah, yeah. There's uh there's a part where she had to pretend to be a happy little girl. Yeah. Had the smile. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And her big monologue during the the Thanksgiving pageant. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit of bit of political satire in there for Anna's family movie. <laughs> which I quite like to be honest. Yeah, it was good. Uh it started off a bit racy, but uh bit controversial yeah but I, I think the film is on the right side of all that though oh in the end yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's definitely the villains. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the they're great villains though because they don't realize they're being villains. They they re- I'm talking about the camp counselors and I guess the, the little girl, the um Amanda is she's a villain. But the bitch. Okay, we we're all thinking it. The character that is. Um but they're just being happy camp counselors and they're thrown against the the most gothic creepiest kids in the world so that's that was a nice um nice touch there to include that dynamic yes exactly um and they're great performers too the camp counselors they've done other things yeah they're right yeah the i think the lady one she was in mamma mia i believe yeah she's been lots of things it's pulling up now oh yeah yeah it's um well Lonnie's doing that basically run down the plot people oh please do yes so basically it's uh the adams family gomez and morticia there with child, if you will. Um, they have the child, Pubert, as we mentioned before. And then kids don't take kindly to Pubert's presence. They, uh, I mean, they're trying to murder him a lot of times. Several times. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> Many times, yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and the, you know, Gomez and Morticia are like, this is a bit of a nuisance and trying to murder our third kid. and It's a bit annoying. Maybe we should get a nanny. They get, they get several nannies in they a do. row. They go through them. <laughs> Uh, and who do they end up keeping, Lonnie? They end up keeping uh, Joan Cusack, who's always a great performer. Always loved her and everything. My favourite yeah. performance is uh, a very Muppet Christmas movie. What? Very Merry Muppet Christmas. I haven't seen that one, I don't think, do I? That's great. It's like a remake of It's a Wonderful Life, but with Cam at Okay. It's great. <laughs> uh, I've seen people talking recently they should have every movie, every famous movie gets remade with Muppets. Yeah, every movie. Yeah. Every movie ever. Every movie ever. Yeah. The one I want to see most, and people online agree with this, or I agree with them, I guess, is Lord of the Rings. Wouldn't oh, you love to see that? Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. But maybe, like, Ian McKellen is still Gandalf? Every- <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Or have uh, Michael Caine just yes, coming in. That'd be good. Um, just quickly, yeah. um, it is uh, Christina, Christine Berensky as the camp counsellor. And she's been the good wife and the good fight and very famous actor. Everything every that's named good. Good, yeah, basically. Good. basically. Yeah. And it was Peter McNichol who was known for Bean. Bean? The Mr. Bean film. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Alan McBeal back in the day. Oh, He's also, um, I saw him most recently in Veep, I believe. So. Yeah, you're right. He's still going strong. Yeah, I, lo- I just love, back to them quickly. Their performances and they're being so happy. His little jumps every time he was talking, that was really good, I thought. Yeah, yeah. no, he was funny. They were funny, yeah. yeah. Um, back to the main plot, though, Dylan. So we get Joan Cusack in, and is she a good person? Would you say that? No, but I will say this. I have never, with all due respect, I have never been more attracted to Joan Cusack <laughs> in my life oh. than when I watched this movie. She is smoking <laughs> in this film. Yeah, Dylan. You've actually watched this before we watched it together today. Yeah. Is there a reason you wanted to watch it again? Yeah, for her, yeah. Okay, all right. Absolutely, without hesitation. Yeah, yeah. What is it about her? Is it the outfits? Don't want to say cleavage, constant cleavage, but you know. Okay. Definitely won't turn that down. All right. You know. But is it? Is it also the character? Is it also... Oh, she's a good mix, you know. <laughs> it's saucy. You wouldn't mind being in Fester's place, is that what you're trying to say? Absolutely not. I would love it. Yeah, it's interesting. The plot is that she's a, a black widow. She mm. marries 
older blokes for their money. And kills a family as well, <laughs> as it turns out. In the Ends film. them alive. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, and then yeah, kills them and and moves on to the next guy. And mm-hmm. for some reason, she's picked Festa in this yeah, film. Yeah, because he's got the Adam's family fortune. He's on the cover of Forbes, Lonnie. <laughs> I guess. How'd that photo shoot go? Yeah. <laughs> now, it's funny to me that the first film was about mistaken identity and someone pulling a ruse to start try and steal money. Yep. And then this again happens in this film. That's what I'm saying. And it's Fester involved mainly yeah. too. Like, pick a different plot line, Jesus. And they don't reference the fact that Fester did this same thing like a year ago in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Nine months. Oh, it must Not have been. Even a year. Yeah, yeah, at least nine months. Yeah. Because Morticia said she was pregnant at the start of the end of the album. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so not even a year, mate. Yeah, not even a year. God. Uh, and it's funny to me. Like I, I recognize it as a kids' film and it's a comedy film and it's it's a bit everything's tongue in cheek, raised eyebrows. Yeah, it's a lot of simple comedy, a lot of one liners. What would you think about the way we would introduce to her character being evil? She watches a report on TV about herself. About her being evil, yeah. <laughs> I, I love mean, it. Straight to the point, I guess. It's like... Very egotistical, very villain thing to do. I guess so. I just wonder maybe they could have played with that a bit longer about not knowing if she's evil or not because we see about, I don't know, three or four scenes of her being a nice, sexy nanny. Yeah, it seems like she's fitting in with the Adams family. Yeah. She's not creeped out by anything. And then it's just one scene like, oh, no, she's evil. Yeah. Okay, all right. Cool. Poor Festa. Like, it could have been interesting to maybe play out the whole wedding and, and the wedding night. We work it out. Yeah, because she, she tries to kill him on the honeymoon. Yeah. Maybe just go straight to that. And then he could have had a flashback maybe. You know, mm. I I don't want to pick holes with the movie, but... You know what they say, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, that's Festa for you. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> yes. It's great. Does he seem dumber in this film? Well, he's dumber. He's definitely weirder. Yeah. A lot more facial expressions from Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Some ones I don't really like. Also, side bit, he's in bed at one point. And the Gomez is there sitting with him. Yeah. They find a magazine. It's like a nudie mag, I'm guessing. Looking, yeah, they look at the centerfold. Yeah. They're the pin up. Yep. They both say, Mum? Yeah. <laughs> what? Pushing boundaries, this film, isn't it? I guess. Weird. Pushing them too far, perhaps. Too far, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I remember that bit. That was that stood out to me. Yeah. Um. But Festa, he's creepy. Yep. Like they all are. They're all freaks, as I yeah. pointed out last episode. Creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky. That's the yeah. gimmick. Um, he's not creepier in any moment. Before. He gets into a regular person outfit, like the suit and the hair. Like, just stay in your black robes, mate. Seriously. I have nightmares about that. <laughs> yeah, the little bowl haircut. Yeah, yeah. And, again, comedy, etc. it's all played for laughs, but she dropped a toaster <laughs> into, your, into your bath, mate. Oh, she played it off as an accident, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. But then when the, um, the others turn up at the house and he's, like, on the ground, <laughs> like, in some sub-dom thing, you oh know. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah. 
Does he realise what's going on, or is he just obsessed with the physical contact? Love sex, mate. Okay. <laughs> He's giving up his whole life and his family for it. Yeah, there's a weird explanation from Joan Cusack, because she was basically... Because she couldn't kill him, she found out quite quickly. Yeah, that's what you said last episode. These people seem to be, like, immortal. Yeah. yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's never outrightly explained. But... No, it, that's the implication, that... And, can't be killed. Yeah. and also, if you're looking into it, maybe there's some sort of, like, curse, but, like, there's some way they cannot die, as in you can't, like, shoot them, but also they try and kill the kid, but then a bowling ball comes out and steps him, or all of a sudden he's being dropped from the roof, but then they Gomez happens to go and, out and put his hands out and catch the baby. Like, is is there a curse to protect them or something? Yeah, like a luck curse sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. Obviously, they're not bulletproof because one, at one point, Joan Cusack comes in at the end with a yeah. shotgun yeah. and she forces them into electric chairs. Like, if it wouldn't bother them getting shot, they'd just be like, come on. True. Come on. Maybe they don't know. Yeah. It's fine by the sea of their pants with <laughs> all these guess. death scenarios. They are, well, yeah. Maybe that's why they're attracted to it because they can't die. Oh, but then people, in the, in, they've got a graveyard full of dead bodies of their family, so. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's try and not... This is a the, rabbit hole. I've never seen one. <laughs> let's go back to Trent Cusack, eh? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> okay. What were we saying about her? She's hot. Okay, Dylan, all right. Okay, show some respect, please. It, it, in the most respectful way. You, you did say that, actually. Now I recall, yes. Um, but her plot is to, to kill Fester. I mean, that, that's what I was trying to say. Like, wouldn't you pick up on the facts, mate? Like, I know you're obsessed with her and, and having sex for the first time in your life, but... She's ruining your life, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I I didn't mind that outline how it played out, but then it just got to the point where the kids are on camp doing their thing. Fair enough. Yeah. With Krumholtz. Excellent. <laughs> uh, and then Gomez and Morticia are just sort of like sitting at home being like, oh, it's sad. And, and that leads um, Gomez to... Be like suffering an illness, almost dying because he can't see his brother. It's... That went for two seconds. Yeah, and obviously they wanted to just get that final scene where they have to kill her eventually. Like it was, I don't know. The plot machinations sometimes just happen because the movie's almost finished. You know, they they've got to finish it up. Went a bit long. Yeah, and like the whole thing is that the kids are at camp, but then. Yeah, they wanted to have the wedding and so the kids come back from camp and they go again. I was like, wouldn't they just... Didn't they hate being at camp? So when they left camp for the wedding, wouldn't they have just stayed at home? Yeah, because uh, originally they get sent away because Joan Cusack uh, tricks Gomez and Morticia. She's like, oh, they want to go to camp. They wouldn't tell you. And they'll deny it if you say it to them. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I guess. But uh, then, and yeah, they're sent away. You think they're out of the picture. But yeah, as you said, they come back for the wedding. Did they not... They're trying to escape in the first place, and they're out. Yeah. Very, Stay out. Very weird, hey. And they had Cromwell's with them. And the implication was that Joan Cusack kind of picked up that Wednesday was on to her, and yeah. that's why she had to get rid of her. But then Wednesday comes back and just, just happens. Yeah. Again, the logical tests don't need to be applied because the movie isn't about that. It's more about the production design, the quips, yeah, the exactly. costuming I thought was amazing again. Oh, yeah, solid as always. Yeah. 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 Um. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And it's a vibes movie, isn't it? It's like you're watching it for the comedy and the vibes and the kookiness and how weird is that these guys are so weird and then... Yeah, and the, the juxtaposition between them and interacting with normal people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always what the show is about, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so you, I haven't got around to watching the show, but you've watched a couple episodes. Yeah. You think that works better maybe in a TV format? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I said this to my nan when we watched it too, because um, she used to love the show mm. as well. Nice. Um, they're not... They, in these movies... They're quite cruel. There's a lot of attempted murder, a lot of actual murder. Lots of references to murder, like mm. he's a he's a lady killer, acquitted. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, in the show, they're not cruel. They're they're just like they're doing their own thing. If they happen to come across normal people, they're like, "Hey, this is our lifestyle," and all the people are like, "Oh, that's so weird." Mm. Like, oh, this is normal for us. You know? Yeah. They're just doing their own thing, but in this, they're vindictive. They're cruel. Yeah, I think that's what I read about, like Wednesday and Pugsley being in the films, they're quite violent towards each other and obviously to other people. While in the show, they were just regular kids who happened to be in this weird family. Mm. Um, and that kind of extends to the whole family, I think. And what you're saying is that they are yeah, a bit vindictive. Mm. And I don't know how that works. Hey, like, again, for the comedy, it's funny. But then also it's like, oh, is this... Yeah, and you can never see how, if you're a fan of the original show, how it would turn you off. Yeah, but then these movies, as we were saying last time, are probably the prime, most popular version of The Addams Family. Because there's been a TV show after this, there's been cartoons, there's been another animated film, which didn't get much buzz, apparently, so... And there's a number two coming. Oh, that one? Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, odd. Yeah, it's strange. But, you know, for what they are in the movies, it works, yeah. Shall we go to some reviews, Dylan, and some tidbits? Yeah. You bring up Roger Ebert, you get a noogie. No. <laughs> Who's giving me the noogie? Me. You? Oh, yeah. no. I can't noogie you back. You haven't got hair. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> um, okay. What's he got to say, mate? I know it's no, coming. I've, I've got some other things first. Oh, before, okay. Before Build that. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, we both sort of raised our eyebrows when Michael Jackson's poster appeared in the movie. Now, with, according to Wikipedia, because we thought it might have been like a reference to him being a creep, right? Well, you said that. Well, <laughs> I, it was. I said it was either him being a, a creep and accused child molester, or if it was only just when he got his plastic surgery and 
and made himself, uh, you know, Caucasian looking. Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, apparently he was supposed to feature in a, the song in the film, oh. but it was removed or mostly removed. Well, it was just around the time. Oh, wait, of it, it, it says the song was mostly rumored to have been removed. So it was removed. It wasn't mostly removed. Oh. Um, due to the child sexual abuse allegations, the first lot in the early 90s. Oh, must so have, must have been around the same time. Yeah. Because, okay. yeah, Cromwell's comes into a cabin and he sees the poster of Mike Jackson. He's like, ah. Well, that's the rumor, but in reality, they reckon it was because of the contractual differences. But you wonder as well if that is just the story they gave it. Because it's the same story they gave for, because I think Sonic the Hedgehog 3 came out around this time, mm. and he was doing work on that for like music yeah. and that sort of thing, um, and his name was removed. But right. people could tell that the music is very Michael Jackson influenced. Yeah. Um, and then Sega was like, apparently he had left the project due to, he wasn't happy with how the sounds sounded on the system okay. and that sort of thing. Yeah. But apparently it was around this time as well, so it might have been because of the child allegations. So yeah, it's a lot of this happening, it seems. Fair enough. Um, well, they reference him, obviously, like we just mentioned yeah. um, in the poster. I think what they're saying here in Wikipedia is that Joel gets upset because the poster is about healing the world. It doesn't quite make sense because he's not a creep like Wednesday. Like if no. Wednesday was upset, you could make that argument it's i think kind of a creep but it's yeah it doesn't really come across that that's something that would freak me out yeah exactly anyway interesting because we both sort of picked up on that yeah here's amy fisher and found that out didn't we yeah just the famous murderer that they, the kids have cards that's a real thing though apparently you know that the serial killer cards yeah i don't know if those ones were but they are real things you can get cards about the zodiac and like Weird. collector's cards yeah like you know footy cards or something yeah kind of seems like it's encouraging it in a way yeah Weird. Not okay. <laughs> Some people are creeps, though. Oh, what, what can I say? Hurry up, mate. I just wanted to note that the film was nominated for Best Art Direction at the Oscars that year. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, and it was also nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award. Oh, no. For the worst original song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have an inkling. As to what that song is, Lordy. Oh, really? <laughs> what a what a turn! Hey, the movie ends and that scary bit in, in Christina's face, and then, oh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, so yeah, kind of like a remix of "Whoop, There It Is," but it's about the Adams family. Yeah, so it's like "Whoop, The Adams family." Doesn't quite work, does it? The syllables no. are just just a bit too much. Very weird, very weird. I think that's the most we laughed in the movie. It's <laughs> when the credits rolled. The song was so awful. The um, but it's not like a laugh out loud movie, is it? It's like a haha movie. It's like a chuckle. It's like, <laughs> but some that made us laugh. Can you not have Corona on my face? Thank you. <laughs> Let me have some water. Dylan, Dylan gave me a water bottle rather than just a glass of water. Yeah, because tap water sucks. Earlier first, folks. Absolutely. Mate, no. You all know. Mount Franklin, mate. You can't beat it. Can't beat it. Roger Ebert, Dylan. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. He's a great guy. Great film reviewer. Did you know him, did you? I feel like I know him, but at least I read a lot of his work. Have you watched a documentary about him? No. It's really good. Thank you, Aaron What have we got? I know what we're doing for our next episode. <laughs> oh, no! 
it's all right. Uh, just, just gaming. Just teasing you, mate. Look at the look on your face. I'll tell you what. Rogy boy, mm. he gave this three stars. Out of? Four. So that's my other problem with him. Five stars. That's the standard. Yeah. I've always Weird. found that strange that they do four stars in some parts of America. Yeah. Strange. Okay, so he said that uh, they live in a one-joke universe. Yeah. Arrived at by embracing the mirror images of all respectable values. Yep. But the good news is, <laughs> this time I found the joke funnier than in the original. Mm. The rare sequel that is better than its original, yeah. he said. I don't know if that's not true these days, is it? Because we get so many sequels that maybe there's more sequels these days that they tend, tend to be better. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, Dark Knight, uh, good argue Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Um, I would say the later Avengers movies, like in the actual Oh, yeah, no. Avengers. Infinity War's yeah. the best Marvel film. 100%. I, 100% agree. Yeah, thank you. High five. Yes. Don't touch me. You're the one coughing everywhere, mate. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what are we saying here? What's he say? Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hi. The services of a nanny are clearly required, and the family hires Debbie Jelinski, who arrives in a low-cut uniform <laughs> and takes charge. Yep. That she does. What else have you got to say, mate? Is he... uh, I'm just flicking through. Mm-hmm. Just flicking mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a bit creepy as well. Like, thing was like touching her and having her. Yeah, and then, but then rescues Festa at the end. Somehow manages to drive the car mm. with only one hand on the wheel, no accelerating. Mm. Weird. They weren't on a hill, they weren't coming down a hill or anything. So he says here that he. Of the previous film, I said probably unfairly that it so closely resembled Charles Adams' original New Yorker cartoons at the art direction. Must have been a cut and paste job. Harsh. Looking more thoughtfully at Adam's family values, I no longer agree. See? Sometimes Roger was able to look at his opinions and, and see how they've changed. He's thoughtful, Dylan. Adam's is, in the cartoons, created one of the most easily recognisable imaginary worlds of the century. But the achievement of this film is to make it concrete. To put the family in a physical setting where their ghoulish lifestyle seems, well, almost appropriate. Good stuff. Is it? You, you're much better on the first one, hey? That's a, I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. As I said, have more Gomez, mate. Yeah. That's what I'm there for. He's so, the best character in the original show. Yeah. Best in the movies. Yeah. And the only reason you watched it again was for Joan Cusack. Okay. No, and Raul Julia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, Joan was just a cherry on top, mate. I was going to say, I mentioned that they the horniest couple ever put to film. Mm-hmm. This is Morticia and Gomez. Oh, yeah. In this film, again, they do that. They have a weird dance at the <laughs> at the club. They're, like, seconds away from jumping each other at all times, aren't they? Yeah. They're just fair. almost at all times. You can't get enough of each other, mate. And it's sweet. That's beautiful, yeah. I yeah. don't have a problem with it. I'm just very rare to see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true, yeah. <laughs> they love each other. The whole family loves each other, really. Although the kids don't <laughs> love nah. each other that much. No, nah, not really. Maybe the parents love each other. Love the kids, though. Not really there, are they, for their children? They don't talk much. No, nah, they'll just send them to camp at the, at the word of a nanny that they barely know. They met her a week ago, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, people talk about how they're a loving family. I think there was some on Wikipedia saying, oh, they're, they're the best family put on screen. I don't think so. No, nah, 
Again, the original show, they're much more loving, the whole family. Yeah, okay. Also in the show, they have a lion. A lion? Yeah, oh. an actual lion. It's called Kitty Cat. Nice. Um, and it will come down the stairs. You can tell they got one shot of this lion coming down the stairs, <laughs> and they just reused that shot every episode of that show. <laughs> they got that lion in one day, and they're yeah. like, we're not doing this again. <laughs> and... Uh, it just goes back up the stairs and it's just in reverse. Oh, nice. So they got one shot of that thing coming down and they milked the shit out of it. <laughs> but, oh. uh, yeah, I was surprised. I, it wasn't in the first one. I thought, okay, I'm probably save for the sequel, but no, mm. it wasn't in here either. Okay. I was a bit, uh, bit shocked. Mm. Yeah, and so they never did a sequel to this film, but as I said, there's been other uh, episodes, other TV series and there's been an animated film came out a couple of years ago. In a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, so... The New Adams Family is the series you're talking about, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right? Oh, actually, I think there was a sequel to this. I, I apologise. Oh. But it had none of the original cast. I think it might have been a TV movie or something. Is it the show you're talking about? The New Adams Family? No, there was another movie. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Okay. I think, um... the guy from... It. From It? The new one or the old one? The old one. Tim Steve. Curry. Oh. I was going to say Stephen Curry. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to see Stephen Curry be Absolutely. it, though. I think he might have been involved in it. So, sorry. Oh, Tim. Yeah, Tim, yeah. He's just made poor acting choices his whole career, hasn't he? He's, been, he's good, though, in everything. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's like Nick Cage. Nick Cage is a great actor, but he just picks <laughs> awful projects. Isn't that part of him, like, he needs to work because he always spends money and loses money on... Buying castles and dinosaur castles? bones. Nick Cage, it is. I've never heard of this. Apparently, yeah. And he doesn't pay, didn't pay taxes. Well, I don't know if that's true that part, but he Wesley Snipes it. <laughs> he might have Snipes it. <laughs> I don't know about that thing. I think he might have had he had lots of debt. Put it that way. That's right. Think... Ghost Rider Two: Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> eh? I haven't there seen that. Go. I haven't seen that one, Dylan. No, pisses fire. Oh, yeah, not good. Did you get that checked? Is that happening to you? <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I think that's probably something you should check out. Yeah. yeah. Gonna wrap it up. Anything else you want to say? It's all right. This maybe. Well, I think it's better than Cemetery Club. Oh, if we had <laughs> if we had to rate it them against each other, Christine's performance. I think she's getting better and better. Absolutely, absolutely. I think uh, Asper's going to be where it's at because I think that's next. That is next. I think so, Dylan. Confirm that. Yes, we've confirmed that. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. And oh, we should note that. Seemed like this is obviously her first on-screen kiss. Oh, the boy. So yeah, David Cromwell's getting it. Yeah, so getting it done. That was a, that was a nice little storyline. But then yeah. it kind of felt like when she was leaving, they were you know, they seemed like to have that showing affection. Yeah. Then he turns up and she just like hates him again. <laughs> is yeah. that just her back going back to her irregular ways? Yeah, I think so. Mm. She's just playing hard to get, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, I'm loving this series. I'm loving experiencing Christina Ritchie's filmography. Absolutely. It's been lovely. It's been lovely. Thank you for reading our Speed Racer, which started this whole thing, Dylan. You're welcome, Lonnie. Best film of all time. Uh, yes. Thank you. Of, for agreeing. Of a time. You're smiling, so I can tell you love it. You love it. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. This has been a really interesting experience doing a podcast staring into your eyes Dylan oh yeah getting lost in your beard oh thank you <laughs> Girl, just for you mate oh thank you very much 
Uh, we are about to go off to the Heldon Pub. Hello. For lunchies. A Withcott Pub, I think it is. Oh, a Withcott Pub. Are we going to go? All right. I don't mind. Have some raspberries. As long as there's a raspberry involved, Dylan, I'm not going to say no. Absolutely, they will be. We're on all the socials. Oh. I miss you, man, pod. Yeah, didn't you know that? Okay, what? Oh, <laughs> you should give us the follow it's on amazing. that. You should give us the follow. You should tell some mates about this podcast if you enjoyed it. Uh, we've got a big cat- back catalogue these days, haven't we, Dylan? 20-odd episodes. Oh, mate. Time plus, flies. Plus a bunch of specials. We don't even count the specials in our episodes. They're, no. They're specials just for you, listeners. Yes, everyone at home. We do this for you. <laughs> so please give us a, a like, a listen, and a follow. Tell a friend. Until next time, it should be Casper. For this series, I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. What's the energy in the room right now, isn't it? Hyped <laughs> up. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I can just stare into your eyes the whole time, mate. It's beautiful. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. Welcome to I Only Like You in Movies, the podcast where Lonnie and Sine share all of their thoughts on the latest film and television releases. Most of the time we celebrate films that we love. You need to see this. What would you give it, Lon? Five stars? Yeah, definitely. Best movies you've seen in a long, long time. Other times, we have very different opinions. One of the worst films I've ever seen, if not the worst film I've ever seen. It's horrible. It's a good movie. It's so bad. No, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. I don't know how you like this. Join us for some laughs. As a little woman. How dare you. What did you think of the movie? (laughs) Yes, I've been thinking about that joke since we saw the movie. Look, I don't want to shame anybody and, you know, you've got some feet stuff going on. That's okay. And maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. But, like, maybe you do. You you do. But here's one thing I'll say about the feet. Yeah. Right? You don't see feet on, t- on TV or screen much, so... Some thought-provoking discussion. And then when it actually gets to that bit, you're like, oh, they're, they're really doing it. They're really basing a whole movie on that on those two lines. Why do they have human boobs and human hands, but a cat face? Why are some of them wearing sneakers? Sine inevitably forgetting the names of films. The best thing about this film is that Sine definitely knew what it was called when we went to buy the tickets. Free tickets to Annihilation, please. They do make you angry. Symmetrically, it yeah. rained frogs. Uh, are you thinking of Magnolia? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally, a little impromptu song. Parasite, we're gonna go in people's homes. And Parasite, we're gonna have a creepy basement. And Parasite, there's a dog that eats a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Parasite is the best film. Hey! (laughs) I only like you and movies. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.